Welcome to The Way Freedom Flies. I'm Anthony, and I hope you guys have had a wonderful week. God's been good to you. God's been blessing you and helping you guide through this crazy mess. But let's start off where Ron DeSantis finally did something right. He's been doing a lot of things right. And uh, one thing was is finally playing offense. The one thing, I was talking to a friend of mine, and the one thing we talked about was... Why is it that the GOP doesn't like to play offense? Christians seem to, especially Christians in the GOP, seem to be going more of, hey, we just got to let this play out. We got to take the high road and just let it be. And as we've done that over the years, we've been destroyed taking the high road. And I've been saying for years, we have to start playing a start playing on this playing field with the same rules that the Democrats are going to use to try to destroy our country. We have to put God back into every level in order to do that. We're going to have to start winning some things because people don't want to be a part of a losing situation. So let's try to win on that. And um, many, many years ago, I said we need to start putting these illegals, if they're not going to ship them out, these states need to start doing their job and start putting them into these Democrat areas, busting them, flying them, whatever it needs to be. And it's finally happening. Ron DeSantis started. What I don't get is why they're so cautious of doing more. They put it, you send some to Martha's Vineyard. Grady Abbott started this, right? Doing Chicago and everything else. But Martha's Vineyard finally was the one that got the attention. There was roughly 50. Uh, illegals that they should be you know shipped back to their country but here it is that they were put into Martha's Vineyard flown to there and now the Democrats are having a conniption all over the uh, <laughs> the results and this is finally where we need to be we need to be using their tactics of thinking that we can live in their utopia just horribleness that they want to create without actually showing them what that has created right they'll live in their gay community they'll go through and do whatever they want so that they don't have to live with what they considered not people they want to live around but us the common people that everyone else the people of the country that if you read the constitution we the people are the ones dealing with the consequences of the Democrats and even GOP, the Uniparty, in action to actually do something correct. So now you have it where we're actually starting, Ron DeSantis, to play their game. There's way more that we can do, way more we have to do. But if we are going to be godly in this situation, right, people are like, well, you got to be godly. What are you really accomplishing? Okay. So the godly part. Well, these people need to come in legally, right? We have borders. God has a border in heaven. We need to have that same representation in this country, states, whatever else, right? So there, there's an importance of that. You're kind of keeping your nation up to par. And my belief is, is if those people that want to come to this country legally, they get preferential treatment. The legals don't. The legals broke the law to come into this country. They're already breaking the law. 
the ones that are trying to get here and trying to do it the right way, they need to have that support. They get the privilege, not the other way around. And then you also, I, I saw a question from somebody, conservative pundit, that said, hey, what is this really accomplishing? You think that this is a good thing? Well, remember, Biden was sending around illegals all over the country at night, getting them on planes, flying them all over the place. If you're not willing to take their game and play their game and try to establish the same playing field, why are you going to play the game? If they have the ball, they take the ball, and they're using, putting the ball all over the place, and you say, I'm going to... I'm just going to take the high road and just let this happen. Let them score goals on you over and over again. What good is that? That's not any good at all. People need to see this situation and start going after it. This border needs to get closed. This border in the United States is an issue. The fentanyl is horrible. It's killing people. It, I just do not get the inaction of people putting illegals to Kamala's house, putting them in D.C., putting them in New York, putting them in Chicago, putting them in L.A., putting them in all these areas. Start doing it. These governors need to have backbones because... I think the next step is for them to actually use their backbones. This is just the start. Until they start going through and joining up and realizing how much power these governors actually have versus the federal government. Remember, the states, here in the United States, the states created the federal government, not the other way around. The states can also kind of take away the federal government. That's how, I mean, it literally happened once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so states are also supposed to, hold, supposed to hold other states accountable and I think we're getting to that position where we finally can see where this might actually happen and I'm uh, excited to see I, I almost see this as a God intervention saying come on guys I can help you, you partner with me we have the power to actually do godly things in each state to create um, areas where babies are protected, where um, you know people can grow up and see the goodness of God in their lives, what God is capable of, and not you know the destruction of a city, destruction of an area. Somebody posted, there's no red states, just red cities. Which is a pretty true thing. Uh, but that's... Uh, that's... Kind of where it stands. And these red cities can make it seem like there's a red state. But you have to work really hard to get there. So, yeah, that's, that's where I wanted to start today, so... We'll get into some other things here. Uh, you know, we still have the...
Putin, uh, Putin, Russia-Ukraine war, and Putin has been uh, talking about using all means necessary. He's doing a great job of causing pain to the West. And what I mean by that is, for some reason, the West, NATO, is trying to get involved into a conflict between two countries right now. We don't have the time or the resources to do that here in the United States. I don't know about your country, but judging on the news with like Germany and its energy problems, I believe I read that Germany's jumping up to 45% uh, inflation this quarter. Ouch. We here in the United States, we're still, still up near 8%. It's not been a fun time and I'm read I'm reading or I'm, bleh, I'm recording this before uh, the inflation numbers come out here on once the United States of where the Fed is going to move to but we're not going to get any better I don't think the Fed is going to do its job we are in a scenario and this is not all because of Putin but when Putin cuts off an energy source to Germany right Germany has an issue they're a huge manufacturing um, base there in the EU and this is just putting more strain you could say on the global economy but it's going to be a really big strain on Germany so there, there's going to be things here and this Ukraine war while I don't like the war I, I don't want to deal with us being involved in it. I don't see any reason for the United States or any other country for that matter to really be involved in it. Especially on the sanctions side where it's actually hurting other companies when we're going into this recession. So you are hurting people in all these countries respectively while you're taking Russia. Russia isn't feeling any pain it seems like. Russia's going to be now working with China. They're going to have the, the Nord Stream 1, right, is being kind of Putin and Russia are kind of slow walking that on what energy can actually happen, shutting it down for periods of time. And it's getting into winter here. If, and, and if you your country is going to have people freeze to death, you're kind of the enemy and you're causing a issue with your own people. I would even say like a war type time where you're declaring war against your people. That's That's not a good thing. But then now, here you go where Russia is creating a pipeline to, to uh, Germany or um, China, and that's going to replace Nord Stream 2. I, you know, they're playing with um, people's lives before they thought things out to make sure that they have the adequate replacements, which is very evil. And. It seems like in every aspect of this, evil's just exposing themselves and taking control. Not, not really a good thing. Not really a fun thing, right? People are just going to be really, really hard to be able to do different things. And that's not a good thing in the end. So, I'm, I'm very interested to see where this ends up. Because the sooner that kind of these get closed down and we can start looking at things through a clear lens, we'll finally get to the end point. And 
what I mean by that is we need to look at things as if, hey, you know, th this Russia-Ukraine war gets sorted out, they sign an agreement, whatever they need to do, uh, fine. That's between Russia and Ukraine. United States, UK, Germany, you know, all your interfering that has happened before that screwed this thing up, get out, stop it. Now, United States, Germany, UK, EU, nations, NATO, everybody else, you have an inflationary problem. Start dealing with your problems first of what you caused because of the overspending, because of the um, stimulus money you've sent out, because of all those things that have caused this inflationary reaction. Start making sure that you have your manufacturing base in your country. Put your tariffs here in the United States, put your tariffs back on countries where they should be. Be energy independent. That doesn't mean that you just, you know, try to create energy out of thin air when it's not possible to be created, but you use whatever you need to create the energy that your country needs to be able to sustain itself. You always see I was listening to um, somebody last night, and I, if you listen to me for a while, you've heard, like, I've been a huge proponent of let's open up energy, drill, baby, drill, let's get the energy cheap again. Well, now, that's what needs to happen, because as energy prices rise, that's going to be your um, key to inflation. Well, recession, recession. Uh, um, your inflation is already happening. That's part of the energy prices and everything else. But because that, as energy prices go up, right, everything else is going to have to inflate because you have to cover the cost. That's just one part of it. But you also have the recessionary part, whereas energy prices do go up, right? Everything starts to contract. Same thing with inflation. Kind of, they almost kind of go a little bit hand in hand here when you're using that energy pivot. Well, let's open it up. Let's get this going. This is uh, this is what we kind of need to see happening. But this is this is not how they think. They will, the evilness of this world wants the people to feel the pain, wants the people to hold the responsibility, hurt your pocketbooks, not be be able to make a living for yourself, because if they can be beholden to you to government, make government be your god. That's where they want it to be. But that is not what needs to happen. We, as people here, need to start thinking outside the box. Support those that need support. And if you have the means, go after it. That's going to be... And to be able to help out, do that. If you don't have the means yet, let's try to figure it out. Because... I don't think the government is going to stop trying to be, uh, unless you get somebody in there that is, unless you start turning this over and put God-believing people back into the government that want to include uh, God in the government and not have this thing where they think that they are gods. It's... Me, I don't want to think that I am one, a God, right? I want to have God there to help me out, right? He Rely on Him. It's a little bit easier in my life. And 
we need those people back in there because what they're doing right now is that if they can inflict pain at a, such a high level they get you to be relying on you now if we can go through and God's gonna take care of us we have to realize that put start putting our stuff our, our life in God's hands ask him for guidance and I'm as guilty as everyone of sometimes missing that and then hopefully he can guide us through this so that we can have the results that we don't need this government and we can make them pivot to where they need to be and that's to involve God in government and we can elect those proper people we're not going to do everything in this next election we're not going to do everything we need um, in maybe the next two elections but with God he's going he's gonna to do some amazing things here this end of this year I think it's going to be just just exciting to see what happens and where God's hands move but it, it will be interesting so we have a lot of evil people we have people here in this country we have people that steal elections and um, groups of people that steal elections and then they go and are trying to run a country and states and everything else so we have to do a lot of work to get this cleaned up um, one thing I like to pivot to is uh, there is a whole bunch more news talking about heart problems linked to everything except things we made you get uh, and this is a headline from the Pacific what is interesting that everyone doesn't want to look at the elephant in the room they just want to think that uh, we've always had these heart problems. Global warming does it. Everything else. But at what point do we see, hey, this is a problem. We need to clean this up. And we need to actually come forth with the truth that these COVID shots are causing heart problems to people. my heart just rages out to those people that have the shot and are having these health problems i do hope that god comes in and fixes it because i don't think that it's a human fix is going to be just the way to go i think that there is or the god is going to be a force in this to be able to heal people from the extreme damage that our governments put us through with this shot if you've taken the shot and I really hope that we we get to a ability here where a, a place that we start seeing these people that were damaged and their lives destroyed by the shot get back their lives because it's extremely sad to see and I I, I really hope that God's with them to help them through this because it is it's a shame of what has happened and we will probably eventually see a late night commercial if you took the COVID-19 shot you are entitled to this please contact us you know the late night commercials that are on that I, I I've been thinking about how the pharmaceutical companies and the government and big tech are working together and how it's really kind of 
destroyed things. And I, I don't think that this is going to be a... Uh, the big tech and stuff isn't a great freedom thing, right? It is they want the control, but at some point they're going to hit a breaking point. Pharma and all this stuff, right? They're raking us over the coals, trying to force us to do things. Again, this is going back to them trying to be gods and not just what they are. And when companies think that they can be, or anybody, right, thinks that they can be a god rather than providing a service or whatever else and seeing what it is, you get in a situation where it kind of destroys things. And this is where, at some point, it's going to break, it's going to snap, and it will be a huge change of what's really going to happen. I don't know how that's all going to play out to be, but when you see when you see it happen, we're going to see a change in how, how we kind of consume things. I think we've already started to see it to a certain extent, but I think it's going to break in a much bigger way. We have True Social. We have other things out there now. People are not on all these social media platforms. They're trying to. They're going back to being their own lives. There's more homesteading out there, more homeschooling, more being involved in schools of where they need to be, switching of school boards, especially in Florida. They had a great run there here recently in the strong Democratic areas to switch those to people that care about the their students in those schools. And we're seeing just small little changes at these all these micro levels like our local levels and these local things are going to make big changes now i don't get to see i i i suppose i get to see a little bit more here in the united states on where these changes are and who's doing these changes i don't get to see the changes as much in uh other countries so i'm hoping that they're going there we did see Sweden do uh, make a huge change there, and that was really exciting. I was really ex excited for Sweden here. Hopefully in the United States, we'll start changing it back after a stolen election. We have to clean things up. And all these little things are going to impact where big tech, you know, they're trying to stamp down on us. Big farmer trying to, hey, you have to take this. This is the only way. What happens if there's other ways? I feel like God doesn't say, this is the only way to do stuff. This is what you have to do, right? Well, yes, in the Bible, I just don't, I, I guess it wasn't the only way. It's just you couldn't do something, right? Don't eat from the tree. Uh, you know, do not kill, shall not kill, right? Those types of things. But he didn't always do, to show himself to people, he didn't always do it one way. Burning bush you know angels all that stuff so there's different things that come into your life and i am just excited to see what will happen over time because we i think are in position and i'm uh, very pleased to see of how we're all starting to work more and more together to be able to change each of our countries around get back to what really matters and as we do this more and more i think one thing they don't realize is that we're we're winning we we are getting 
God back into these areas where they haven't, where he's kind of missed out. I, you know, the Roe versus Wade thing, where so many people think that this is murder, that that's what it is. And we're finally getting to the point where they are, they're seeing that this is right. I, there was a poll here that uh, happened in the United States that said, hey, Roe versus, this Roe versus Wade is going to be a losing factor for conservatives. They should have never brought it up, whatever. And I disagree. This is what we need to bring up. And if we can't stand up for life, what are we going to stand for? If we can't stand up for what is right, what are we going to stand for? You have to start someplace, and you have to stand in your own two shoes, not try to be in somebody else's shoes, not try to focus on what's going to win you something based upon how it sounds to the majority of people. But if you're going to stand in a godly form, everything else will follow. God's not going to let you just out there in the wind by yourself. He's going to be by your side. You may be alone, but he's going to be with you. There may be no other people around you, but he will be with you. And if you think that winning an election is more important than talking godly values and making sure that you stand in those godly values so you can, that it's okay to compromise a little bit so that people will like you enough to vote for you, I think you're going to be on a losing end more often than not. And we have to stand in that. So this is uh, this is what's going to help us. This is standing in God is what's going to help us. Like I said, everyone has a different ability, different strength. Use it. I, me and my wife, we're very different people, <laughs> just in personality and how we think about things, and that's why we probably work great as a pair parent hopefully pretty well we'll see how our kids turn out as they uh, get on their own uh, in the next you know years but hopefully God's guiding us and giving us the ability to do that and hopefully we're including him in those decisions enough that we're doing it right I ask God for guidance every day multiple times a day <laughs> help multiple times a day I'm not the uh uh, yeah, I'm not the <laughs> most, I, I need help in every area of life, right? And so you have to ask God for different things so that he can be able to do that. I'm going to keep this one a little bit shorter this week, so I want to thank you guys for listening. Let me know if you have any thoughts or questions, and you can email me at thewayfreedomflies at pm.me. And until next time. I'm praying for you guys out there. Thanks for listening to The Way Freedom Flies, and God bless.